My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Hi, friends. Welcome to Why Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we watch The Exorcist, Believer, a shitty title for a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't like when they do that with titles. I, I like numbers in my titles to know when they go in order. Could this one be out of order? So this is, like I said, this is the seventh movie in The Exorcist lore. Oh, yeah. It's the second to the original. Yeah. So it's the same thing with Halloween. Um, a sequel? How are we going to outdo the first? The original. A classic. Arguably one of the most important horror movies ever made. Two possessions instead of one. Like Alien. When they made Aliens, they're like, alright, there was one alien in the first one, so how do we outdo one alien? Multiple aliens. And we'll call it Aliens. So, that's kind of what happened here. Both Linda Blair and Ellen Bernstein rep- reprise their roles from the original, but obviously they're adults, right? They're not like children because that's fucking 50 years ago or whatever. Was that really the same actress? Yeah. Uh, these aren't necessarily major roles, especially Linda Blair's, which is just a cameo. She's in this movie for 10 seconds. Lydia Jewett plays Angela. She was in Black Panther and a bunch of movies called Ivy and Bean. Ever hear any of those fuckers? No. Me I mean, I heard of Black Panther. Yes, but I mean Ivy and Bean. No. Olivia O'Neill plays Catherine. She's a stage actor. This was her first film role. Who was that? Uh, Catherine, the other possessed girl. Oh, okay. Lastly, I'm only going with two girls and the dad. Because even the other girl's parents weren't that important in this movie. Well, yeah, because she's going to die. So lastly, we will go with Leslie Odom Jr. as Victor. You may know him based on his performance as Aaron Burr in Hamilton. I did know him for that. He was also Pretty in... sure that's why I started singing the Hamilton songs? And why we started talking about Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Why I started like trolling you, unbeknownst to you, about Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He was also in Glass Onion, which we recently watched and liked. He's also in The Many Saints of Newark, which we will watch as soon as we finish The Sopranos. We're about halfway through season five right now. Season six... Might as well be two seasons, though. They did that thing where they have season six, part one, and season six, part two. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's like 20-some episodes. Okay, well, we like it. So it's yeah. Although, like, my biggest takeaway from every episode in season five of The Sopranos so far has been, who the fuck is that person? Yeah, they keep adding new people because they kept killing so many people. Right, but even when they add people, they're like, oh, my uncle fucking Zito. Who the fuck is he? Yeah. Where's he been this whole time? He's dead, and you're upset about it, but, like... We've seen him twice, both in this episode, and once he's dead. Like, what the fuck's going on? This is a Blumhouse film. Like I said, just like the Michael Myers film, those were Blumhouse films that ignore all of the sequels. It's the same thing. In fact, it's directed by David Gordon Green, who also co-wrote and directed all three of the new Halloween movies. Okay. 
So David Gordon Green, he's very good at making subpar sequels to movies that came out 50 fucking years ago. It's Although a specialty. I, I did like the first new Halloween, Halloween 2018. So Halloween 2, a.k.a. Halloween. Stop. I like that. You don't want to do this? No. Halloween Kills, a little worse than that one. Halloween Ends, bad. Bad, bad, bad. They all end bad. Well, they all end bad, but the whole movie isn't bad usually. Whereas Halloween Ends, the highlight of it was seeing Darcy the fucking I was just making fun of the name. Halloween Ends, bad. Mm. So we'll get into the movie, I guess. Well, we can get into the counts. Get that out of the fucking way. No nudity in this movie. I'd hope not. It's about two little girls. Three kills. Carolyn got jump scared twice. That one shouldn't count. All I did was tense up. I didn't jump. You squealed. But I didn't jump. It says jump scare, not squeal scare. Squeal, tense up. We start off with two dogs fighting. You wouldn't fight. notice the one I got titled on again. You did. Ours doesn't let us know. You got to keep it fair, babe. For science. So we start off with two dogs fighting each other, and someone is taking pictures of them. This is Haiti. So the last one started out at some archaeological site in the Middle East, like Iraq, I think. And this one starts in the mysterious land of Haiti. So both of these movies like to delve into the stereotypes of the backwards foreign culture. Some pregnant lady is taken by a random child in a grocery store to have her baby blessed. They're like spitting on her feet and shit. This is real weird. I don't know if this is voodoo, but I think the implication is because she's with the guy that's taking the pictures and they're tourists. So I think the implication is they're doing a voodoo blessing. Right? I don't know. She said it was for protection. Yeah, well. I don't know nothing about voodoo. Well, neither do I, but I think that's... Voodoo? Remind me of the babe. (laughs) (laughs) So they go to a church, and this guy is only concerned with taking pictures. So he leaves his wife to sleep in the hotel room alone while he's out taking pictures of Haiti. I don't know what kind of photographer he is that he's taking pictures of Haiti. He's not taking pictures of, like... I don't know, architecture? He's definitely taking pictures of, like, dogs fighting in poverty. Mm -hmm. So he's out and about taking pictures. There's an earthquake. The building the wife was sleeping in is actively collapsing. He's running back like fucking goddamn Usain Bolt. But instead, he's out like Ansel fucking Adams taking pictures. His wife is very, very hurt. So he essentially has to choose between his very pregnant wife and his child. And our assistant lost her fucking mind because she is a labor and delivery nurse. She's like, this woman is very pregnant. There is no reason why you would have to choose both. The baby would survive just fine outside of mom. I mean, arguably, it would be easier to save them both because she was so fucking pregnant. Yeah, just cut that baby out of there. What? Why would you have to choose? I don't know. It made no goddamn sense. Well, that's the theme of this movie. So we skip forward 13 years. We also acknowledge the fact that you would have chosen me because fuck that baby. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know that baby. There's definitely a little girl, so I guess we know his choice. Do we? Do we? We thought we did. She wants to go to her friend's house to do homework, but dad wants her to hang out with him because he's codependent. But they do seem to have a pretty good relationship. Mm-hmm. He did a good job. Yeah. they. She took something of her mom, so she he kind of has a talk with her. It's a scarf. He takes it back from her. 
And I think these girls each told their parents they're going to another person's house. Not, yeah, but not each other. Not each other's, which, is, which is what I originally thought. They're going to do seances in the woods, though. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, she wants to talk to her mom. Yeah. Dad is dealing with a family portrait thing while this is going down. He's having, like, these weird fucking flashes while he's taking the pictures of, like, demons and shit, which he's not possessed, so that makes no sense. The power is flashing now. And the pictures are all fucked up and, like, demonic, too, even though the girl's not there. And, and he's not possessed, so I don't know what's going on here. I think they're just trying to get you in the mood. Okay. Fine, I guess, but, like, what is... I'm confused by this. Yeah, well, so was I. You're the one that made me watch it. Well, the dad comes home at night, and Angela is nowhere to be found. He calls Catherine's parents, and they tell him that she's supposed to be at Dashauna's house. So they called Dashauna, and Dashauna rats him out pretty directly. Yeah, she's a great friend. So now everyone is searching the woods for them. Victor finds this hole that they were looking at. I guess that's where they do their seances, this weird hole. That has like a hallway in it. Yeah, it's well, like a hole that has a hallway and nothing else. I don't know what it is. It's a hole to hell, obviously. Oh. Well, they should cover that. <laughs> People could go right in that hell put a, hole. Put a cap on it. Yeah. Put it. Put a fence over it, all that shit. Or just fill it up. Just fill it up with concrete. That's a lot of concrete. If it goes all the way to hell, right? I guess. And you'd have a hard time setting the concrete the closer you get to hell. Victor finds some jewelry, he moves a rock and finds a snake, and this was the first questionable jump scare. Well, now you admit it's questionable, at least? Well, you're questioning it, so definitely. It's just not fair. He also finds a shoe. So the kids are indeed missing, because that's her shoe. Everyone is looking for these kids. It seems like it's been days at this point. It seems like there was... A lot of, like, montage and shots of them looking for kids at different times. This ends up only being, like, three days, I think. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it should have been longer. I mean, you should do the bulk of the search the first day, so. Right. There's a transient camp out there, so there's some questioning of the homeless, which is fruitless, because these homeless people are insane people. You're not going to get far with these people. Yeah. And they don't. Victor is home, and there's shit rattling around. It's his neighbor, who is his friend, I think. Like, that, the lady next door doesn't seem like his friend. She's, like, hassling him over the garbage cans and shit. But this guy goes boxing with him. Yeah. And honestly, it looks like Victor would kick this guy's fucking ass in boxing. Because this guy <laughs> looks like Tom Arnold. Looks like... Oh. I don't think they're fighting for fucking the win here. Oh. I'm just saying. Victor kicked this guy's ass. But it's this guy and some ladies. And they're doing a blessing. Vic is not in love with the fact that they broke into his house while his fucking daughter's missing. Yeah, I think you should ask before you <laughs> just go and bless someone's house. This is a bold fucking move. Like, oh, someone might have stole my daughter, and now there's people in my house. You get shot doing that shit. Yeah. He's found one of those folded paper games. You know what I'm talking about? Those ones where you're like... Yeah, what were they called? Folded paper games. No. Should we try to look it up? I don't even know what we look up. They were called something. Hang on. Chatterbox? That's not what I was thinking. Salt seller, fortune teller, cootie catcher? Cootie catcher. Really? Yeah. That's the one? I mean, I called him a fortune teller. Yeah. But the, like, 
funny name for them that I was thinking of was cootie catcher. That's what they called them. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know why they called them that. Why they call them a cootie catcher? But we call them fortune tellers. I think. Did you? Yes. That's the second time we've seen this thing in the movie, and you think it's important, but it's not. I made one of those recently. Yeah, I think I remember you showing me. <laughs> um, this this is seemingly important, but it's it's not. Yeah. It's it, you can live without any of this um, cootie catcher. Yeah. Lint liquor. Stop. Who are you calling cootie queen? <laughs> Lint liquor. Now we're at a farm in the rain. There's a dead horse, and we found both of the children. They're in the barn. They don't know where they are. Or how long they've been there, how they got there. None of it. No, no shit. She thinks she's been gone a few hours. It's been three days. So we have missing time. This this here is classic UFO abduction. Missing time. That's what happens when you get abducted by a UFO. They give you like the old men in black. Or uh, amnesia. Yes, amnesia, which isn't real. <laughs> I'm kidding. Amnesia is real. We've been over this. No, we decided it wasn't real when we went over it. I think we decided how amnesia is portrayed in popular culture is not real. I think people forget large chunks of their life, though. Yeah. Especially due to traumatic experiences and things of that nature. But these people were seemingly abducted to hell. So that would explain the missing time. They do a full exam, including a rape kit. These, These poor children. Why did they do a rape kit? Just in case they were raped. I mean, there, there's potential they were abducted and abused. Yeah. They at least look like absolute hell. I would want, if it was my children, all of this done too, even though it sucks. Kids are acting kind of weird. Angela smacks and crack a window because a baby is crying. I don't like babies crying, but... I don't I don't break windows over it. You don't get abusive over it? No. The baby starts crying, I'm like, ah, take this. You give it to somebody with a boob. Yeah. You have breasts, you need this. I can't I can't make this stop. Even if it's not a breastfed baby. Yeah. You still give it to someone who has boobs. Yeah, yeah. Like here, take this. So I was talking about that neighbor that was harassing him about the garbage cans earlier. She works here and has apparently been praying all day and night for her safe return. Which which was weird because like you think she's a bitch. And you think maybe she's lying about this, but she's not. Um, they don't want her prayers. No. No, not at all. Seems like Angela just wanted to talk to her mom. She explains what she remembers to a point. She said no one was there, but that seems to be a lie. Because there was just a motherfucker in the room with them for the moment. Like, there's a dude in there. Like, she's lying about some stuff. She didn't mention the guy in the room behind her dad. The demon? Yeah. She didn't mention that. She's leaving shit out. What? Well, obviously. It's just a classic tree branch on the window, like in Poltergeist. Except in this movie, the tree never comes alive and steals her. Which would have been all right, but in my book. Catherine has church tomorrow. She's scared, so she's sleeping with her mom. Angela... She seems to be coming on slower than yeah. the other one. Yeah, it hits it hits them. It does hit them both eventually like a ton of bricks. Yeah. But she seems to have a little more innocence left at this point. Because Angela's being ungodly weird. Well, it is all Angela's fault. She's the one that dragged the other girl That's there. It's true. Like, that girl don't got a dead mama to talk to. Yeah. 
She's being mean. She's turning lights on and off. She's glaring. She's teleporting. All kinds of all kinds of things. She teleported. <laughs> yeah, she just ends up in the bathroom at some point. She's so. just very sneaky. Oh, okay. But they did make it through the night, all of them somehow. He's making a major breakfast of pancakes and Rocky Road, but she ain't waking up. In fact, she is pissed in the bed. Yeah. Which again, you wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, she's possessed from this this trauma. Right, response. trauma. Yeah. You can't be mad. You can't um, think anything more than trauma response at this point. Yeah. Tub almost overflows with what looks like oil. And there's a random fingernail. Angela attacks him. She screams. Where is she before having a seizure? So where is she? I'm thinking mom. Mom, yeah. At the hospital, Angela is all fucked up. Cuts in her body. Fingernails ripped out. You said... Somebody said it was either you or the assistant... When would I decide exorcism is on the me. table? This is where. When she went crazy there? Um, or when you saw help me on the... Things like that. The help me, the missing fingernails. This is where I'm like, well, can we call a priest? Even though, like, atheist. Like, mm-hmm. let's get a priest on this. Okay. I was just wondering. I'm weirdly in... I'm weirdly like, okay, with, yeah, let's get a fucking priest in here. Because we have this kid that sometimes throws fits that look like demon possession. Yeah. So I was just wondering, like, when's the cutoff? When yeah. are we calling a priest? This point here, apparently it's this point here is where I'm like, missing there's... fingernails. No, more the help, <laughs> more the help me written backwards on the belly. But... but we do have that other kid that might would write it on there for fun. A so... prank? Yeah. I don't think he'd carve help me into his stomach, though. No, no, no. Into hers. Oh. I don't think he'd do that either. Jeez, he's not a monster. Church with Catherine now. And she seems miserable. She does not like this. I'm surprised she's even able to be in the church. Right, because she's possessed by a demon. Everyone is so thrilled she's returned. They're clapping. The parents are proud. She is not having a great time, though. Oh, she is a little bit later. Oh, yeah. She's, like, just scratching and glowering. She eventually just fucking leaves. And she went, where'd she go to leave? She destroyed some sacraments. This this isn't a Catholic church. This is That's probably why she's allowed in there, because this is some Protestant church. That's not real church? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> These spit-off churches? They're like the sequels. <laughs> okay. A little bit churchy, but not quite churchy enough. Yeah. And then she comes back through, like, the what would be the front door because the sacraments were in the back of the church and she comes in through the front door. Mm-hmm. What's she screaming? She's walking down the aisle looking like hell, screaming, body in the blood. 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 All right. <laughs> That's what she does for about three minutes. Body in the blood. And her dad just shakes her and, and he's like, screams you're not at her to stop. Stop it. Stop it. You're not going off. That's helpful. Now with her, she looks very bad. Yeah. So I'm probably considering possession here. But if it's just a body in the blood, body in the blood, trauma response again. She's acting out. She's some temporary psychosis or something. But she looks bad? I'm not just bad. Pretty fucking bad. Like she is deteriorated physically to a point where I don't think any psychological. And apparently they had a smell. Yeah. Yeah, probably probably like sulfur, like hell, is what I think. But 
I think you guys were leaning towards they just smell awful. The rotting demon inside. Yeah, well, they're rotting flesh outside. Yeah. The demon's alive and well in there. Catherine, um, kind of already on board with this being a possession, though. She's kind of there already. Not Catherine. Catherine's mom. She thinks that their feet were burned in hell, which I'm assuming is what happened. They burned their feet in hell. Yeah. When they went down there with no shoes on. I mean, even if they had shoes on, like, eh, probably not good for the shoes. Probably getting through. I don't know how hot the ground is in hell, but it sounds like all of hell is pretty hot. Vic ain't buying it. He's he's a man of logic and reason. The old lady from next door is the one that's taking care of um, Angela in the hospital. Um, she had an abortion, it sounds like. Yeah. Anyway, there's lots of blood. This is gross. But Angela calls her by her nun name when she was going to be a nun. So they're taking her to the psych ward. But this isn't a mental problem. This is a spiritual problem. The neighbor is pushing exorcism on Vic, but Vic is like a 15-year-old atheist. He's like the atheist I was in high school. Whereas That's now, That's why you called it 15-year-old? Yeah, which like now I'm just like, oh, who gives a fuck? Lean towards, ah, oh, maybe there's something to some of this shit. If not the whole mystical reality of it maybe there's something to the pomp and circumstance and traditions and but you still think that you would have jumped to possession by this point yeah me now this human being as me now yeah because i'm willing to believe a lot of weird shit now at this point i have a pretty open mind about everything and that includes things that people that say they have an open mind about discount out of hand like religion i have kind of an open mind about religion even if i still think it's bullshit I'm willing to entertain the idea. Okay. So yeah, she was going to become a nun. She broke her personal commitment, which means she got pregnant and she had an abortion, which means you can't be a fucking nun. You can't be getting abortions and be a nun. That's a big one for the Catholics. I don't like that shit. Abortions or premarital pregnancies. Mm -hmm. Not cool with it. The priest in the fucking Sopranos is mad that Tony Soprano's wife slept with someone else. But One time not, while they're separated. But he's not mad that Tony does it all the time. Yeah, well, Tony. Together. I, th I think. She's supposed to still support him. I think he. Well, yeah, well, religions are inherently pretty sexist. On one hand. But I also think he holds her to a high regard because he has a thing for her that he can't act on. Yeah, he was just jealous that she didn't sleep with him. I don't think he wants to sleep with her because he doesn't want to break his vows. I think he's very conflicted. I think he does want to sleep with her, but I think he also does not want to sleep with her because of what he's dedicated his whole life to, and that would ruin a lot of it because he had an opportunity to sleep with her mm -hmm. in, like, the second season. So I think there's jealousy. I think there's um, the hypocrisy of sexism in the church in general, and I think there's a little bit of him holding her to higher esteem than he does Tony. I don't think he thinks Tony can necessarily be saved where I think he believes she can. We're supposed to be talking about the exorcism. God, I love the fucking Sopranos. <laughs> He's now open to this, though. Um, they're looking into Chris McNeil. She's an expert on exorcisms. She is, in fact, the mother of Regan from the first exorcist. So Vic's going to meet with her, and they're going to talk about Regan a bit. Regan and Chris don't talk because Chris wrote the book. 
And at this point, I'm not sure if she'll actually be in the fucking movie or if her credits are for using her image all over the movie. Because yeah. you still have to credit them for like acting work and shit like that that they did. But this is a pretty good way to explain her absence. Like, if that happened to me and my parents wrote a fucking book and cashed in on it, I'd probably be pissed at them, too, for putting my personal shit out there like that. Yeah. So this is a, did a pretty good job of explaining why Regan's not all over this movie. Now, I would have preferred Chris to not be in this fucking movie at all. Who's Chris? The the old lady. Oh. And Regan just have her role. Like, yeah, I got possessed and I dedicated my life to exorcism and shit like that. Like, I don't need some 90-year-old lady playing the role she played. But then we couldn't make jokes the whole time of, it's been 84 years. Yeah, that's true. So there was some benefit to having this old lady in the movie. But it would have been better if Regan was just the one. Even if Regan got her eyeballs stabbed out. Battling... Battling the demons that possessed her 50 years ago? That's she, that's she better. She have wanted to go anywhere near that shit. Maybe, or what maybe... they jump back in her? Or maybe she's been waiting all this time, like Jamie Lee Curtis in those new fucking Halloween movies, to get the demons. Like she was waiting to get Michael Myers. Well, I think the whole thing was they were making this more about the parents and not the kids that were possessed, which means they needed to have her parent. Right, but I don't give a fuck about the parents. Well, really. you should. I give a fuck about That's Vic. what the movie was about. Really? It seems like this movie wasn't really about anything. It was about, let's make every exorcism movie that's ever been made again. We got a priest. I truly believe these movies kind of help sell the Catholic Church. Like, the Pope's exorcist making Russell Crowe's character look like I don't know, fucking the guy from Mission Impossible of exorcists. <laughs> I think that makes the Catholic Church look cool. But they can't be like, they have to be like brutal and gross and like adult oriented. They can't be like, oh, the church made this movie. They have to be kind of like the first exorcist. I think the first but exorcist the was positive for the said that Catholic he wasn't church. even allowed to help these kids. Right. This movie doesn't do that. Like at this point, I'm thinking the movie is going to do that. Oh, okay. This movie does the very opposite to the Catholic Church. Angela is in her room, and boom, she appears at the window. That got you jump scared. Yeah, it did. That's the one that you were jump scared. <clears throat> Catherine's home, the fucking place is trashed. Vic and Chris arrive to find a mess and her father freaking out. And I have to question the judgment of bringing this elderly woman here. And my fears would be founded. Yeah, you immediately said she was going to die. Yes, I thought for sure she was going to die. It was too much. They were talking too much. She was being too philosophical and waxing poetic. So they're off. They're offering her Regan's location because she's up in the bedroom by herself with this fucking chick with the demon. Mm -hmm. And this girl's shaking on the bed. Hopefully they don't break her back like they did Linda Blair's in the first one. She, she did say that it burns just like in that. Chris demands the release of this child. That doesn't happen. But she gets a consolation prize of a metal cross in both of her eyeballs. So she's blind now. Mm -hmm. um, at that age, pretty pretty surprised she's not very dead. Yeah, and how close your eyeballs are to your brain. Mm -hmm. she's, so she's barely alive. She makes it, though. Father Maddox is trying to sell the need for an exorcism. And the church is like, fuck you. We don't believe you. She needs... Dr. Melfi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. 
So yeah, this is the first black eye to the church. They had to sell, they had to do a sell job in the first Exorcist movie to get the exorcism done, but the church went with it. The church should be leaning into this stuff. Exorcisms. It makes them look cool. But it kills their priests. Okay, but I'm talking about in real life. They should be doing more exorcisms. But they that's not real. So they would go and do an exorcism on a mentally ill I guess, yeah, person, it has to work. They have to work, right? And then they wouldn't get better. But in, like, the Pope's exorcist, he does, like, he kills that pig or whatever. That person wasn't really possessed, and it's they said it helped because he, like, tricked them. Mm-hmm. So, so you want them to be more trickery? Yeah, a little more trickery in my religion. You not, don't, not it's not your enough. religion. Oh, in religion. Not nearly tricky enough. You wouldn't even notice. No, I wouldn't. Only people that would notice are Catholics. <clears throat> but I think I think they should lean into like movies like this that show them as these conquering heroes with exorcisms and shit, and okay. saving the world. I think that helps the church. What do you care about helping the church? Well, I don't necessarily care about. Well, then it. shut up. I'm doing trying to do PR. I'm trying to get me a job as PR. You guy want to get a job Vatican. at the church? <laughs> yeah, move to Italy. Well, you'd have to be a nun to be able to get paid anything decent. Oh yeah, but that's weird, right? But I think nuns like nuns like do jobs. Mm-hmm. Like they work in nurseries and hospitals and schools and shit. Whereas priests really don't. That's why you want to be a priest. I don't want to. You be don't want to do anything. What? You just said you wanted to get a job. What are no. you going to do there? A janitor? You're going to no. clean toilets? PR. But the priests kind of do, um, just like the mass and all that stuff. Work with the, the laity. But I think nurses have like real jobs. Like that's, Wouldn't you want to take confession just so you can hear all the juicy gossip? Oh, my God. I Would you come to... home and tell me? Yeah. I couldn't come home and tell you because we couldn't be married if I'm a priest. Oh. Well, we'd still be really good friends. I don't think I can be a priest if we get divorced. Well, then you're <laughs> fucked. I'm not trying to be a priest. <laughs> then you wouldn't be fucked, actually. Oh, no, I'm sure those priests fuck. Yeah, little boys. Ew. Sorry, you can't be a priest. Why wouldn't they just, like, fuck the nuns? They are married to Jesus. Oh, my God. Some of those nuns want to fuck, too. Trust me. Chris Chris doesn't blame Vic for her eyes being gone, so she's taking this pretty well. Much more much more positively than yeah, I th- imagine did it. The I would react it. to it. And then we get this weird sell job about going to church, no matter what church. Like, just go to any church. She's like, all faiths are valid, blah, 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 Which blah, blah. Which is the opposite blah, of what blah, you just said. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sure they are in some way. So they're going to do a multicultural, multi-faith exorcism, like like, like the fucking Avengers, basically. <laughs> That's basically what they're doing here. They're the fucking Avengers of exorcism. They got a priest in there. They got a witch in there. And I, like, I promise I'm not Catholic, but this kind of bothers me a little bit because I think what makes the original work is like the Catholic iconography, the... The long history of exorcism, blah, 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 all that bullshit. I think that kind of is what makes it work. They're the only people that help. There's very select few people that can help. This movie posits like any motherfucker can help if they just try. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you believe in, anything like that. All demons are the same. All religions are the same. That's kind of what this is positing, I think, which seems stupid. Don't like it. And like they actively make every religion outside of the Catholics who arguably should be the ones that are the most powerful here 
they like put them above them because like the priest is the only one of them that dies. Mm -hmm. The priest is the only one that is cowardly. The church is the only people that are saying no way. Mm -hmm. So that's weird to me when the first movie was so Catholic centric. Weird. And not weird in a better way. It's weird in a worse way. Because they're they're making this argument that all all religions are on equal footing, like except Catholics, like they're cowards and failures. In this in this fucking movie, that's what they are selling, which is weird. Okay, I'm sorry. So Vic is meeting with the person that broke into the house. They're setting up a portal at Vic's and taking Catherine there. Seems like they want them to come through the portal, which is not what I would want. Well, they got to get them out of the youngins. Yeah, and send them back through the portal. But anything can come through the portal, too, is what they're saying, I think. So they got voodoo and priests and drugs and, and Lutherans. I don't fucking know what that guy is. He's just like some evangelical, who are arguably the worst ones. Like, that guy is going to do this exorcism and then go vote to that and go donate $2,000 to Donald Trump. Like, that's what's going to happen <laughs> with this fucking guy. So father has some bad news. Like we said, the dio- the diocese denied the exorcism, which very, very bad short term. But he passes the torch over to the wannabe nuns. Yeah, the she nun. can totes, totes do it. Yeah, you can do it. Like anybody can do this. That's basically the point you of this You were movie. almost a nun, so therefore you know almost yeah. everything. <laughs> you weren't even a nun. <laughs> like you, so go you ahead. almost got there, but you, you wanted that dick too much. Again, this movie posits, hey, anybody can do this shit. If you're if you're just willing to stand in there and battle with the devil, anybody can do this. What's the fucking point of having priests and shit then? If just hey, fuck it, some lady that used to be like an oncologist can do this. Why can't you? I can do it if I just try hard enough. Okay. I have a kid here you can practice with. <laughs> but yeah, just fucking just fucking outsources it to Anne. Which we thought immediately, okay, she's going to die now. Yes, we also thought that. So both the girls are here, and Anne is going to represent the Vatican, which I'm sure the Vatican would be fucking thrilled about. Why did they bring home medical equipment and have them hooked up to a heart rate monitor? Why? I don't, I don't fucking Why? Know. To make sure they weren't killing them? I don't fucking know. I have no clue. They They needed that medical equipment so they could tell you that their hearts were beating as one. It was so dumb. Uh-huh. Also, no hospital would ever let a kid go home looking like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some real-world problems with this fucking movie. Like, even if you were like, no, I'm signing my kid out against medical advice, they'd meet you at the door with CPS and a cop. Like, yeah. no, yeah. you're not. No. This no, is not. now not, no longer your kid. Because they'd be afraid of what happens, happens. In real life, yeah. That's yeah. what they'd be afraid of. What I, what the exact thing that happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> Although she wasn't the one in the fucking hospital, so what happened to her was just collateral damage, I guess. But yeah, Anne gives that big speech. This was God's plan. That's why she's here. That's why she got pregnant. That's why she had an abortion, so she could do this today. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, this is... Say some good came out of that abortion. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Well. Well, she kills another kid. Yeah, wouldn't be the only child dying at her hand, <laughs> or at least with her involvement. Yeah, so I thought she was fucking dead because of that speech, but I should have known better after they didn't kill Chris and she gave her fucking speech too. Both of their heartbeats are in sync. Usually best friends sync up periods, but in demons they sync up heartbeats. Har, har, har. Yeah. But yeah, I do think that's why they brought those heart rate monitors in so they had a way to say that in the movie. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly why I think they did it. 
Voodoo Lady is named Dr. Beehive. But <laughs> why why would you not just why would you pick a name? You can pick any name. <laughs> <laughs> so you you wrote the movie, like you directed it. Why do you have to be like so well, That clo- means they chose it on purpose. Why do you have to be so close to Beehive? Like Spanish people say Beehive here. <laughs> they say B and V very similar. So that's Dr. Beehive. Like you don't have to do that. That's a choice. Why she have to be Dr. Beehive? <laughs> So yeah, you ask if we had a lady exorcist during the trailer. We have two lady exorcists. Mm-hmm. And these demons are back on the abortion thing. This hurts her feelings for sure. They even mocked, the power of Christ compels you, which I fucking laughed at. That was funny. And they're like, who does the power of Christ compel you? Like, this motherfucker is making fun of the first movie. Like, how dare you, you bastard? You made a shittier version of it, and you're making fun of the first one. Let me tell you how much that first fucking movie made. Because I'm gonna, when we go over how much this one made. No doubt you always do. This is at least pissing them off, but the exorcism hasn't worked yet. Yeah. They're stirring, but they're... Yeah, they're they're fine. The power of a not priest is not working. So now Beehive has some sort of bathtub soup. I don't know what this is. There's all kinds of weird shit in it, and it's her turn to go. She dumps it on them. And, this and she had... only needed like two cups. I don't know why she had to do Hold the on. entire bathtub full. Maybe like doesn't... why not just like a bucket? Maybe or, like, the recipe doesn't scale well. I don't sink. know. Maybe the recipe doesn't scale well. Sometimes it's not a one for one. Whole bathtub. You'd maybe, think. Maybe they did... just they dunk the youngins in there. Yeah, just, oh, I don't want to touch them. But <laughs> <laughs> you would think um, possibly a little bit too much. But maybe she's just being safe on the safe side. She used two in, cups. In case she needs a whole bathtub full of that shit. She don't know how long she's going to be here. Dumping this on them has a major effect. This works better than the not priest mm-hmm. or none. The... I was concerned about the chalk outline underneath getting soaked. Yeah, but, but that's... you assured me that it all landed in the bowl somehow. Yeah, it did. It all landed in the bowls. That was very important because they had to dispose of that. Yeah. They got to dispose of the demons one bowl at a time. Yeah. Um, they're but puke... they got a whole bath of soup. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. This, this, this makes them puke and shake a lot. I'm not even sure what's happening here. There's there's dark smoke and there's light smoke and they're fighting each other. But the dark smoke is coming from the fireplace and the light smoke is coming from the people. Yeah, when she you, did that thing with the fireplace, that was pretty cool. Yeah, but you'd want it to be the other way around. The dark smoke should be coming out of them because it's the demons yeah. and the light smoke should be overtaking it. Like, what? I don't know. Maybe that's nitpicky, but that seems obvious. Like, that's what should be happening. I don't know. I liked it. It was pretty the light cool def- special effects. The light defeating the dark. <clears throat> Am I allowed to call that special effects? That's what it is. Okay. Usually you'd call it graphics. Whatever. Yeah, but what I'm saying, that was cool. I did like it. It was cool. But what I'm saying is it should have been flipped. Like, you would want the, in this instance, like, the whole good versus evil, light versus dark, you'd want that smoke to be the the lighter color and the shit coming out of them to be the darker color because dark, evil, smoke, light, light, overcoming the darkness. I, I, I get It's I get fucking it. weird to me. Every choice was weird beehive is the weirdest choice but but yeah they have a smoke fight that happens and it looks cool i don't know why they had it but it looked good because it looked cool yeah vic dumps the wastewater in the sewer i thought this was going to be important because she's like take this outside go east dump it away from the house and he just dumps it in the sewer i'm like is that gonna be important is that shit gonna is the sewer run the other way and it's gonna come back to the house it wasn't important. does not matter at all that was just a way to get him outside and yell at the priest mm-hmm. who's still in his car praying so Victor goes back inside and he starts doing the Lord's Prayer even though he doesn't even believe in God. Angela drops a truth bomb here 
Victor chose his wife, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Now he has to make another choice. One girl lives, one girl dies. Vic and Catherine's mom can't choose. No, they won't choose. They yeah. obviously choose their own. Right. But they won't choose. But these are demons, and demons lie to you all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. So you can't choose. You can't trust them, no. The, you can't choose. Because <clears throat> obviously what happens when you do choose. Yeah. So Father Maddox comes in. He's defiant. He's going to defy the church. And now these demons are fucked. We think, all right, the priest is here. It's over now. No, it's over. For About him. About two minutes. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. He's giving them a run for their money. It's because that... he touched them. They told him not to touch them. Yeah. He told them not to touch them. I know. And then he goes in there and lays his hands on both their heads. <laughs> that ain't even a day. He's the one that told them not to touch them. He's like, let me touch you. Both of you. At the same time. Don't worry. I'm the priest, so therefore I can touch you. And now he's dead. Look what happened. He is giving them a run for their money. They're like, black shit's coming out of their mouth and chunks. It looks like one of them throws up a fucking tar fucking covered child. Yeah, it's he's, fucking he's doing real good. They spin his head all the way around. So he's dead. The only person that dies, of course, the Catholic, because this movie hates Catholics. I mean, if you have a demon inside, you can spin your head all the way around and yeah. you're perfectly fine. Yeah. But you can't do that to the priest. No, not the priest. So Vic runs in and puts a scarf on Angela and their heartbeats are no longer synced. So you think this is working. It's at least, she's at least battling. Mm-hmm. And just then Catherine's dad chooses Catherine. And he has contributed nothing to this exercise. I know. He's just been sitting outside like... Like throwing up. Like me when we're having a baby. Like out there with smelling salts. Uh-huh. Just being absolutely fucking useless. Uh-huh. That was the dad this whole time. He did not contribute whatsoever except in this instance. He contributed one thing and it was awful to yep. contribute. He essentially killed his child. Yeah. Angela headbutts Vic across the house and starts floating. Um, getting headbutted across the house, that that is a death blow. Because the force required to throw a grown human being across the house on her head. Right. That's fractured skull. That's broken neck. Mm-hmm. That You're a dead but he man. he's fine. He's fine. He's not even unconscious. So he's... Uh, maybe most of the force was just, you know, all over, of like a blast of energy. Maybe, but it sure looked like she just headbutted that motherfucker. Well, no one said this was a good movie, so... Very few people have said this is a good That's movie. That's Somehow Chris in her hospital bed knows what's going on for no reason. They just keep showing her and they don't have to. She's all synced up. Yeah. Angela pukes onto the roof and you think dies, but doesn't. She just kind of passes out. She pukes on the roof and passes out. Yeah, we thought she died because the the other dad chose the other one or whatever. Yeah. So Catherine does too. And somewhere else a demon chooses Catherine and like pulls her into some water. I'm assuming to hell. Angela is awake and I think free. So the implication here is that they pull her to hell. So yep. this man not only killed his daughter, he sent her to hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's not good. Angela's awake and I think free. Ambulance is coming and they're going to have a lot of fucking explaining to do here. Yeah. This at this point was when we all started talking about how if this actually happened, they would all be going to jail. Yeah. Because child abuse. No murder. Law yeah. No law enforcement of officer would come in there and be like oh this oh, is, it was just an exorcism. Just exorcism it's fine one dead two dead okay cool no every person in the house is going to fucking jail uh-huh it doesn't matter if they... because there's child abuse they signed one of these fucking girls out of the hospital against medical advice and she's all fucked up mm-hmm. another girl's dead a priest is dead and it doesn't matter that this kid lived now because now she's an orphan her dad's going to be in jail and she has no mother. Like, yeah. 
What did you just do? It is bad. Mm-hmm. So we're back to Chris, and that's where we get the Regan cameo. The end. I think it's safe to say I didn't like this. Yeah. One of the kids dies. That stinks. Um, I can't get over the fact that all these people are not in fucking jail. I gave it like three stars. You also didn't like how they portrayed the Catholic Church, even though you're not Catholic. That's just unfair. Like I said, I give it three stars. It's just an average movie. This isn't like the worst movie, and I wasn't like embarrassed to watch it or anything like that. I've seen far worse movies than this, but this is not good. I think what bothers me the most about this movie, and this bothers me in a lot of movies, like Indiana Jones, where where they would have died without him anyway mm-hmm. in the end of the movie. So what bothers me about this is that the demon just won. Like, they didn't win. Right, yeah. I mean, he got one He got one of the kid's souls, yeah. which was what he wanted the whole time. Yeah, all this shit. The water, the prayers, the circles, only got them to the point where the demon kills one of the kids. It didn't fucking work. There's no indication that it would have worked. Right. It didn't necessarily work in the first one either, but in the first one, the priest willingly sacrifices himself to save the possessed child. Yeah. He takes the demon into him and then jumps out the window and kills himself. I think that's a little bit different. Because Regan lives in the first one, obviously, Mm -hmm. and the priest sacrifices himself. In this one, one father willingly attempts to sacrifice the other child child to save his own. Yeah. And he's just fine. He's just sad afterwards. Like, oh, my daughter's dead. Well, he has all those other kids. He's fucking Catholic. There's a whole... He's not Catholic. He's like Lutheran. Oh, whatever. He, He really has to live with way more than the fact that his daughter's dead. He tried to kill another child. Right. And in the eyes of the law, he killed his own child. So, yeah, yeah, fuck this movie is a sequel to the the original. It's a little more like middle of the road in terms of like exorcism movies, which I don't necessarily like exorcism movies because they're all the same. Mm -hmm. And this one is no different. It broaches no new ground. So we can stop watching them then? We don't watch them that much. I try not to do exorcism movies on this podcast. I didn't say we can stop watching them so often. I asked we could stop watching them. Ever? No. We're going to watch some more exorcism movies. <sighs> but they're all the same. You've seen one, you've seen them all. I don't <clears> think <throat> the Pope's exorcism was the same. He's like a fucking superhero in that movie. You're talking out of both sides of your face, aren't you? Well, the Pope's exorcist was bad, too. But it, it was more fun than this, at least. <sighs> yes, I have so much fun at the exorcisms. <sighs> The Exorcist believer raked in $137 million on a budget of $30 million. So a pretty big success. Yeah. <clears throat> but just like last last time, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 made far less money than the original, this made far less money than the original Exorcist. The original Exorcist made $441.3 million on a budget of $12 million in 1973. Wow. That is $3 billion today. Wow. So this thing made 137 million the original in today's money made 3 billion dollars. Wow. That's why I don't like how they rank how much money a movie made. Because they rank it based on what it made then. It's easier to make a billion dollars now in a movie because mm-hmm. fucking it costs 30 dollars to go to the goddamn movies now. Where back then it was like a dollar. So how do you want to rank it? Like percentage? I think they should just adjust numbers for inflation. Oh, okay. Like, that seems fair. Now, there are things working against movies nowadays, like streaming and all that shit, and less people just go to the movies. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it could necessarily be one-for-one inflation, but I mean, why should a movie that comes out now, like fucking 
an Avengers movie that draws less people for sure than something like The Exorcist be ranked above The Exorcist just because when it came out. That's fucking weird to me. So the boomers are definitely on to something when they talk about how groundbreaking and scary the original was. Maybe not scary because I don't think that shit's scary at all. But I guess it was back then. Bunch of fucking pussies in the 70s, I guess. Why are you looking at me like that? It's just mean. What's mean about it? These people still say The Exorcist is the scariest movie ever, and it's definitely not. Maybe it's the nostalgia of when they were scared when they watched it. It's definitely that. Well, then you should know all about that. You love movie nostalgia. I do, but I don't think, like, those old movies are scarier. Okay. Some of them are better. But I do understand why it was scary at the time for them. They'd never seen anything like it. It did change horror very i just don't think it's fucking scary and And they were all religious believers back then so they thought it was just really good happen yeah maybe i just when people tell me the exorcist is the scariest movie ever made my fucking eyes glaze over like time didn't stop in 1973 the exorcist believer has a 22 percent critic score and a 59 percent audience score on rotten tomatoes I probably fall slightly closer to the audience here, but I'm certainly not going to argue with anyone that thinks this movie is fucking trash because it's not good. It was fine to watch after a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> like, that made it more tolerable. I might hate this movie more if I hadn't been drinking a little bit before we watched Because you were just having it. a good time, period. Because <laughs> yeah, I was just happy. <laughs> anyway, so there's a real shot I would have liked this movie even less had I watched it stone cold sober. We had to have wine with our ziti. Yes. We're going to have ziti with our ziti today for lunch. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that's all I have. Next next week, you get to pick the 100th, 100th episode movie. Are you excited? I am excited. I'm interested to see what it is because you have known for a while what you're going to pick. Yeah, I'm ready. And that's not normal. Don't roll your eyes at me. I don't know what I'm picking usually way in advance either. It was important. It is important. Now you're making me second guess it. What, no. if, it's, what if I sucked at it? What eh. if I didn't do a good job? I think it's fine. Whatever you picked. You don't know. Do you have anything else to add? No, this movie sucked. <laughs> it did. It stinks. You don't have to watch this fucking movie. There's no real redeeming qualities to it. There's not even one scene where I'm like, oh, yeah. That was a good one. That was awesome. No. It, like, there's some cool stuff in it, but it's nothing you need to go out of your way to see. Then say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.